You're listening to the What's Next Discipleship Podcast, presented by MiracleWord.com. These episodes are designed to quickly answer your biggest questions about being a Christian. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. So in this episode, I want to deal with the subject of going to church or slash church community. Very, very important. And in this episode, I want to give you five quick reasons why you need to be attending church every single week. Don't miss. Make it a priority in your week. Make it a priority in your life. And these five will will really help you to see why. You know, it is sad to me that, you know, in America, I can't speak for other nations, they're telling us now that uh, the average Christian only attends church like once every five weeks. Not enough. Every time the doors are open, we need to be in the house of God. You know, there's a day that we give to God. We, in the New Testament, they called it the Lord's Day. You know, why do we gather on Sunday? Well, it's the day historically that Jesus was raised from the dead and we're celebrating that. His resurrection is the reason that we are Christians. And we give God our time and we attend his house, but we do it. And I'm gonna give you five reasons why we do it faithfully. We do it faithfully. We put it first. You know, if you have children, you're teaching your children what to think about God's house by how you treat it in attendance. Um, You know, when you put other things above God's house, it teaches the next generation, you know, doing what God's asked us to do is not really that important. And that's where I want to start today. Uh, Number one, the first reason we need to attend church every single week is because the Bible commands us to gather together. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25, the Bible says, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together as some do, because that is the custom of some people. They don't go. But as you see the day of the Lord approaching, gather all the more. We need to be going to church more, not less, as we see Jesus coming back. You know, It's really interesting because when you look at the way people view church, it's almost like we think we're doing God a favor (laughs) by showing up. We're the ones that are blessed when we show up to church. And you know, that should be where we start because it's a command in the scripture. Don't forsake gathering together. Do it. Do you know in the, in the early church, they got, as I said previously, they got together every single day. They gathered in the temple for prayer and came together as a community. That's extremely important. So number one, we are commanded to gather together as believers. And that doesn't mean online. It doesn't mean on a Zoom call. It doesn't mean on a live stream. It means in person. And I'll get to that in a minute. But number two, the second reason that we should attend church faithfully is because we value God's presence. We value God's presence. There's something that we understand in Christianity called the corporate anointing, that when we come together, the the group is more powerful in some senses than the individual. The Bible says one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000 to flight. Jesus said, if any two of you agree on anything in my name, it'll be done for them. He said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm right there in the midst of them. There's power when we come together. And so 
Uh, the second thing I want you to see is we should come together because we value God's anointing, God's presence. He promised to be there with us as we gather together in his name. And that's very, very important. Matthew chapter 18 and verse 20 is the reference. If there uh, where two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm there in the midst of them. So we value his presence, number two. The third thing is we value what the Bible calls the ministry gifts. Who are the ministry gifts? Well, apostles, prophets, evangelists, that's what I am, pastors, and teachers. Five different offices that God gave to the church or to the body of Christ as gifts. What's their purpose? This is Ephesians 4.11, by the way. What's their purpose? They perfect, train, equip the body of Christ. We need pastors. We need evangelists. We need apostles and prophets. We need teachers. And when we come together in the house of God, we are honoring the ministry gifts and receiving from the ministry gifts as we come together. And once again, I'm going to tell you, because people say, well, I could do that online. I could do that on a Zoom call. In a moment, I'm going to explain to you why it's important to be there in person as the Bible commands in Hebrews 10, 25. But don't get this, don't allow, allow this to slip past you. We need to be faithful to church, not just because we're commanded to, not, not just because we value God's presence, but because we value the gifts, the people, the leaders that he's placed in the body of Christ who are there to perfect us, to lift us up, to train us, to encourage us, to correct us. That's why we value the ministry gifts. And so you need a pastor. You need a church. You can't say, well, I'm, I do church from home. You know, I've heard people say that. Like, I do church from home. I feel God more when I'm alone, brother. Yeah, but that's not what the Bible teaches. So we can't redefine how we live life as Christians and still call it Christianity. We have to do what the Bible says that we, meet, that we need to do. And we all need a church. We all need men and women of God in our lives training us. Number four, the fourth reason that we are faithful to go to church uh, every single week is because we value our brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, one of the dangerous things is to think that the only reason we go to church is to get. We also go to church to give. Did you know that we are always supposed to encourage one another? We're always supposed to build one another up. That's part of who we are as brothers and sisters in Christ. Let me read to you 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 11. Listen to this. Paul said, finally, brothers, Rejoice, aim for restoration, comfort one another, agree with one another, live in peace, and the love of God and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints greet you. So what's Paul teaching here to the church? He's teaching that you've got a job as well. Your job is to comfort one another. Your job is to encourage one another. Your job is to lift one another up. Did you know a verse of scripture in the book of Proverbs says, Proverbs 27, 17, by the way, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. I can't make this argument any stronger to you than I'm about to make it right now. Once you get saved, you should make your friendships 
in the body of Christ. I can't stress this enough, and I'm going to say it again. Once you get saved, you should make your friendships or develop your friendships inside the body of Christ. Why do I say that? What? That seems so exclusive. Like, you know, we're trying to exclude those that aren't Christians. Well, the reason I say it is because of what Paul said in 2 Corinthians. What did he say? He said, don't be unequally yoked or joined together with an unbeliever. You know, an unbeliever is headed one way in life. Believers are headed another way. The only thing you're going to get when you tie yourselves together is friction and stress and tension. Why is that? They're living a life that's not pleasing to God, whereas you're attempting to live a life that is pleasing to God. That's two different directions. Can you imagine having a horse-drawn carriage and, and tying one horse to the front of the carriage and another horse to the back of the carriage and then trying to whip both of them up so they, they run in different directions? You'll tear the carriage apart. And in the same way, your life will be torn apart by friendships with people that are not serving the Lord. Now, it doesn't mean you stop loving them. It doesn't mean you stop praying for them. But you're not to be joined together with them because you don't even do the same things that they do anymore. And that's why it's important, as Paul taught, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, that we don't join ourselves together with unbelievers. We, we now have brothers and sisters in Christ that are in the house of God. And then finally, number five, and this is why I said it's important to gather together in person. There are certain things that we do as Christians that you can only do in person. What are some of those things? Taking communion together. Water baptism. The laying on of hands for people that are sick or need help or healing. Anointing with oil. These are what are called ordinances of the church. These are things God commanded us to do as Christians, but you can't do them from home and you can't do them unless we gather together. It's important for every one of us to value church and church attendance and be there every single week. Hey, this is Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. I just wanted to let you know that we have video versions of every one of these episodes absolutely free hosted at our website, miracleword.com forward slash next. miracleword.com forward slash next. We have so many free resources available to help you grow in your walk with Jesus Christ. Join us. The link is in the description. Click it and get started for free today.